Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 193 of KT Confidential. Today, Ariel and I are talking coach houses, uh, but we decided to call them garden villas. And uh, recently in Toronto, they've been permitted, so we are talking about them and the new bylaws. Enjoy. Garden suites. Garden suites. Yeah, they've been approved in Toronto. So what does that mean? Well, the province, I don't know if they've mandated it or they've set a date, perhaps, where everybody needs to um, get up to speed on doing these things. But there's obviously a need for intensification, increasing population, building more homes on less land and having more options for uh, affordable real estate and more rentals, da 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 da, da. So... So a buddy of mine, he's got a property yep. in downtown Toronto. Okay. Uh, near the Danforth. Right. And it's a semi-detached home. Okay. The front of the home, obviously, you have your main street with the, that's your address is that street. And then he's got a long lot, a deep lot, big backyard. Okay. At the end of the backyard is another street. It's like a laneway. So you park in the back? Yes. Okay. He's been thinking about building a separate, like a garage and then an apartment over okay. top. Yeah. But that's different than what we're talking about now because that well, has that has it... a street going right to it. This is talking about building yeah. a little cabin in your backyard. Basically. Um, yeah, I don't know how it would be. I'm trying to think. I mean, there, I, there's a lot of requirements. So that would be a unique one. I don't know how that would be. But one is you can do two stories. You are allowed to do In two your stories. You're allowed to have a two-story coach home in Toronto. There are requirements. Toronto. There are requirements. Man in Toronto. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. I fell asleep for it. But it wasn't bad. It actually, did you hear about how it went viral and everybody in Toronto was pissed off that they kept saying, Toronto, Toronto. Yeah. Well, he also said, hey, I'm here. It in, was an awful movie. He's He said, I'm here in Milton, Toronto, when he was here doing social oh, posts. Oh, Mil Milton, Toronto? Milton, Toronto, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yes, you're allowed two stories. And a basement. I don't know if it's feasible. So or you can build... A house. A house. A little house. In your backyard. Yes. I don't know if it makes sense to have the basement, but... Would you do it? Yeah, sure. If you would? Yeah, my buddy in Victoria has one. He rents it out for 2000 bucks a month. Okay. So, legally, is the property being subdivided? No. You're just now allowed to have two dwellings on the one property. So, what would you... Okay, so, let's say... Let's say you have a 50 by 120 lot. Okay. Good size lot. Okay. And now I build this, whatever the hell you want to call it, garden suite. Let's call it villa, garden villa. Sure. You yep. build your garden villa in the back. Right. It's got a basement. It's two stories. It's really nice. Who uses the backyard? You sharing? You're sharing a backyard? Sure. Or if it's a big enough backyard. So I'm out there in my 
underwear grilling sausages. Yeah. And you're in your garden villa yeah. watching me in my underwear grill my sausages. Yeah. In my own backyard. Sure. That's fucking weird. Why? I don't know. I wouldn't. What if you have a condo and you have open balcony? You, Somebody's would, next to you on your balcony. Now I could see it if you put up a fence. I think most people would. They would put foliage or a fence or privacy screen of some sort. Right. So and give everybody you, their own space. You make the the design of it like it's two lots. Yeah. Or I maybe understand. you're doing it for the purpose of um, in-laws. Yeah. Yeah. How would you feel if your in-laws were living in your backyard? I would have a big fence so everybody had their own <laughs> space. <laughs> but, you know, uh, there are a lot of people. I know people now that they say they want to have, like, you know, one of our neighbors a couple doors down from you, They, she would love to have a house where her dad could live on the property too. Now that municipalities are starting to permit it, it's an actually more feasible. Whereas before, you know, good luck getting an right. approval for that. Nobody would let you do it. Right. So I think it's a great idea. But I think um, it's a good idea for many reasons. More affordable homes and like it subsidizes the cost pretty substantially, your monthly expenses. Um, provides more rental options. Sure. In, you know... In Probably this, in high demand areas too, right? Well, that's it. Like most people in Toronto can't afford to rent a house per se. So they're all stuck in condos. But now they can get a small house in an area that they had no chance of renting in before. So I think it's a good idea. Personally. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm torn. I don't think I would do it personally, but... Well, I think it depends on... Your life situation your, and... Yeah. If you didn't, if you found that the space was being wasted, you were sure. never in your backyard. Right. And yeah, I there's guess, some people that don't even want maintenance of a backyard. So, right, you so could, maybe you rent it out and give the whole backyard to the person. Yeah. And then they maintain it and pay you. Yeah. You just, that, that makes sense. Now, how would parking be affected there? Uh, that'll vary from, so I read in Toronto. Toronto. I don't know why you care how I say it, but in Toronto, <laughs> are you? Were you born in the GTA? I used to say Toronto, and now I pronounce it more clearly. But because uh, you live in Milton, 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 uh, in Toronto, what what cartoon or TV show was Milton? Milton that was a character. Yeah, Simpsons. No, it wasn't Milton. It was Milhouse. No, there's a Milton somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, um, somebody listening or watching will know what I'm talking about. The answer is Toronto doesn't require that you have any additional parking. So, well, I guess in Toronto, then there are definitely more people yeah. that don't have a car. Right. But in Toronto, you don't really need a car. In right. Hamilton, you have to have three legal parking spaces. Guelph, I don't know. Is there anywhere else? Any uh, surrounding? Sorry, actually, Hamilton, I'm speaking of it. Uh, I don't believe Hamilton permits it, period. But I think they're going to. That's the discussion what? I read. Building the they garden They don't filler? allow the garden 
suite or whatever we were calling it. Villa. Uh, villa, Garden Villa. They don't allow those yet, but I believe they will be Should soon. trademark that. Yes. Um, but one neat thing too, if you're buying for investors who are buying, you get a lot of people who want duplexes or an accessory apartment. Now you can have your primary, your house. You can have a legal basement apartment and a garden villa. So you it'd, be, it'd be three, great for first time buyers. Yeah. Yeah. Rent out your basement, rent out the backyard. Yeah. Probably covers all the carrying costs or close to. If you're a contractor right now and you either specialize or know how to build homes and you want to capitalize on this opportunity, I would take my business if I was a contractor. That's and all I do. Exactly. Specialize in that. Like you, you yeah. come up with a sub brand within your brand and develop a whole business model yeah. revolving around you, garden, garden yeah. villas. Yeah. Well, there's, I, you'll I, be booked I, for years. I can't remember where it is. San Francisco, maybe, um, somewhere in the States where they allow it also, but they have, um, they also have a selection of pre-approved designs. So as long as your house works, right. you don't even Kinda have like cottage log homes and stuff, right? Yeah, like yeah. you can you can automatically build this pers- I don't know. specific style without needing yeah. to go through all the yeah, motions yeah. of whatever. Yeah, buying it just on uh, design. Um, how long, I don't know if you'll remember, your memory sucks. Uh, but you remember I talked about tiny homes being a trend? Yes. This could be the start of that. I, re- I remember the whole conversation. Oh, do you? I remember the podcast. This, it was not the one where we I talked what about... What episode was it? One... You going to take a stab at it? 80... I was actually just about to say that. So Florency just told me. But I was literally going to say 185. <laughs> it was the one just before I did one with Sylvia. So... Right? No. Damn it. This could really be the start of, because think about it. A lot of the properties are not going to be able to accommodate a big house. Right. As this coach house or whatever. So they're going to be small little, yeah, small little bungalow or something. Right. Yeah. So Toronto, they're size restriction is 645 square feet oh there is a restriction yeah they always do so it could be a number of done a number of different ways it could be a percentage i should read your blog you should it can be a percentage of the property right so like the lot area yeah like the lot coverage permitted in general might be like maybe 20 percent for the primary residence and now that's been increased to let's say 30 percent Right. With the other structure. So then depending on how big the original one was, that could dictate what the size of the new one is. And there's obviously going to be setback requirements. Like in Toronto, they were saying it has to be five meters back from the house and one and a half meters in from the rear property line. Mm -hmm. And if it's two stories, it has to be seven and a half meters back from the house. So that's quite... Far, like not every, even though all residential zones will qualify, not every house is going to qualify. Right. Or every property. Now, if I bought a shipping container and turned that into... I would think so. Would that qualify? 
yeah that yeah maybe we should start buying shipping containers and so where are we going to store them um, vacant land somewhere i'm sure we could rent yeah. some vacant land yeah it's a good idea we could actually buy the shipping containers and you rent them, them rent the ship rent the shipping containers out until Ooh. they're sold as storage units now you're thinking yeah we just have a clause in the contract that says we can cancel your rental agreement at any time take it a step further you don't sell the shipping container you lease it yeah people buy houses on leased, leased land maybe they will lease a house on own land right right mm. we're on to something ha <laughs> Except there's no shipping containers available. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, find, find the boat in China somewhere. Yeah. Anyways, it was there was a bit of controversy about the topic because some people said, oh, now you're going to bog down the parking situation. It's already yeah. bad. Or you're going to make our, you know, our city the slums. But I think it could be quite the opposite. Like my buddy in Victoria, he has a $2 million really nice home. And a really nice coach home in the backyard. Um, <laughs> he actually told me a funny story. I'm not going to... Hopefully nobody watches this, but I'll tell the story. Um, what do you mean, hopefully nobody watches this? I mean, nobody... The, the whole nobody, purpose nobody, of nobody, this is so people watch sorry, it. Nobody that knows him. And we can't make any clips of this because you will see that. But he told me once that he... Real, well, I know who you're talking about, so I'm going to make <laughs> sure he's watching. <laughs> He told me once, his, so his, his tenant is weird. Like he doesn't, he never sees him. He comes out like once a month in his pajamas and gets like food delivered. I don't think he speaks English particularly well. He's a student or something. And he hadn't seen the guy for a long time. I think for a couple months. And it was leading into the winter and it started to get really cold, like freezing temperatures. And the guy's windows were open and he wasn't closing them. So as a landlord, you have a right to go in. So he provided notice and went in, um, and he found uh, the windows were open. Uh, it was near freezing temperatures inside the house. The guy had left and gone overseas, and when he was in there, he found like just the whole place was full of sex toys, like little. What is with you and the sex? Toys I don't know. Uh, well, apparently, more people are into it than we would have thought. But like he went, he found like miniature this sex isn't dolls. Nineteen sixties, where it's like faux pas. Yeah, true. But he found all these weird things, and it was just a guy living there on his own. Yeah, and then he wrote to him. He's like, "Oh yeah, sorry, I left the window open. If you go in, don't mind the stuff you find. It's for work. <laughs> it's for work. <laughs> for work. Something I could be maybe confusing the story a bit, but I'm pretty sure to, to within a close degree of accuracy, that's correct." Uh, maybe he's like a OnlyFans videographer or something. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Anyways. And uh, so then so then he started to get concerned. He's like, well, this is kind of creepy, this guy in my backyard, right? Sure. So then that brings – but I'm like, well, you never know what anybody's doing. So you sure, you get evict him, whatever, and then bring somebody else in. You don't know what they're using the property for, and that's right. the risk you take. I mean, it's he's the ideal tenant. You know, so everybody always asks me, "Why don't you rent your cottage out? Like it would do this so is, well on this Airbnb." Is why. This is why. Well, you change the sheets when you when you go and use it yourself. Of course. Okay. What about the couch? What about <laughs> the bathroom? What about the kitchen counter? 
What about the hotel you go to? Oh, I'm not disagreeing. That's no different. Like you go to an all-inclusive vacation, do not take a black light with you. I'm going to do that next time. No, you won't. Alicia will never go on vacation again. Oh, she'll pack up and leave. Yeah. I bought one. Really? I bought one uh, beginning of COVID to make sure I'm getting like all of the germs and, you know, whatever. At your house? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Well, what? I I don't think I'm alone in that, am I? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So I got, and I've always wanted one just for. You see the new Dyson vacuums have that light that helps you see the. Had the laser light or laser whatever. Laser light that helps yep. you see stuff. <clears throat> like similar. What's the purpose of that? You think it's the first time a vacuum has had a light? No, no, but it's a light that specifically, I'm Detects sure. Detects dirt? First of all, I'm not, I'm not trying to like sell it. I actually hate Dyson. <clears throat> Why? I think they're way overpriced. Mine's a piece of shit. The Buy a new one. The plastic falls apart. The battery doesn't last long. How long have you had it? This happened early on. Well, why didn't you call them and say this thing's a piece of shit? Maybe they would have replaced it. Because I don't want another one. I have the newest one, or now not this one with the light, but the previous new one. Okay. The thing's an animal. It's a beast. Literally, is it actually called the animal? They have one called the animal. Were you being literal? No. Oh. It's like the V15 <clears throat> or I don't know what it is, but... It's got this beautiful stand and all kinds of accessories so you can do the stairs nicely, like with this little motorized thing. Is it wireless? For this. Yeah, cordless, yeah. Okay. Is the battery removable? Uh, I, don't th- I don't think so. I found a hack that it, I'm going to try. It lasts. Can, yeah. Like my house with the basement is probably, I don't know, 3,500 square feet. I can do the whole house on one charge. See, mine won't get through one floor. That's because the ba- you have to replace <coughs> batteries. Yes, but it's always been that way. But I found a hack. You can get an adapter. So my power tools, I have lots of power tools, lots of batteries. For I have it. lots of power tools. Yeah. And you can buy an adapter that hooks into it and you can use that. I did it with... Uh, well, they have battery packs that you can add on. Well, no, mine is like an enclosed system. So you'd have, it's yeah. not intended to be replaced. No, but there is aftermarket. I don't know if Dyson makes it, but I've seen the aftermarket ones. You know, the uh, the input where you would plug the the adapter into? Yeah. So there's a battery pack. It's like a piggyback, and it plugs into into that. And now you've got double, double battery. Interesting. So it makes it heavy and probably awkward, I'm guessing. I don't know. I've never tried it. But I know what you're saying. I have one of the older ones, too. Mm-hmm. And wasn't sucking everything up, would get through one floor, have to recharge it, do the second floor. And then it dropped one day and the whole housing Yes, all cracked. fell apart. Yeah, the back now, part of it, like the, where the filter is. Oh, yeah, is. That, that, yes, <clears throat> just around the filter, yeah. the bubbly design part. Yeah. And now it won't suck up anything because it's leaking air. Oh, right. Alicia did call when that happened. We called Dyson, and they wouldn't send a new small little piece of plastic. That added to my they frustration. Wouldn't, they wouldn't send it for free. I don't know. I wasn't involved in the conversation, but probably. Because can you buy replacement parts? I don't know. But it was early on. You should go to the vacuum store. 
Whereas companies like Weber, we have Weber stuff. They are so good. Mm. Like I had a thermometer, an instant read one that flipped out. And it just after a year, more than a year, it just fell apart somehow. I dropped it maybe. And it fell apart. And I called them saying, hey, is this normal? And their response was, no, it shouldn't have happened. They didn't ask for any proof. They sent me a new one that's like Bluetooth and wireless and goes on my phone. Nice. Really good. Customer for life now. Yep. And they've uh, other barbecue, they're super accommodating. And I was going to say, though, I, I won't be able to find it quickly, but I, regarding swapping the battery out, I did it on, I bought a thing on Amazon for my Makita batteries, and it just has two wires, so you can hook up to anything. Oh, I see. So we used to have a, a motorized kids motorcycle thing like a play one right that's slow and boring but the kids enjoy it for outside it's not slow and boring to the kids well it is compared to when i hooked up my own battery so i took out the battery that came with it i spliced the wires put this little 30 dollar amazon oh i remember that because i saw your daughter just whizzing by at like 40 (laughs) kilometers an hour she was doing wheelies she was, I'll send the video so that, uh, and this little Flo kid's bike is going, yeah, she's like, she's pulled the, the hair of the throttle the and wind. she was like, the wheel came up off the ground. She had to stop. It was cool. The wheel came off. No, came up off the ground. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Daughters in the hospital <clears throat> had this happen. Uh, dad hooked up this massive battery to, yeah. <laughs> to my little motorcycle. I don't know how we could tie this back to coach houses, but or how we got off topic. I think the whole point was you can't worry about who's what, in what, there. What other areas around Toronto, like it's in the GTA or in Hamilton or wherever, um, where else Guelph? are you allowed to do it? Guelph. You are allowed to do that in Guelph? Yeah. Like the about same three, same concept? Yeah, three okay. or four years ago. So I don't know how much they push it. But yeah, not very much because I haven't. Uh, I think you knew about it. We talked yeah, about it back I then. Think so I, f- like, I forgot about there's it. There's not many. There's like... maybe three or four municipalities. I don't remember the other ones. Yeah, in no- Toronto, it makes sense because you know you're looking for options to. Yeah, any city that's starting to reach capacity for land usage. Yeah, and if you're a renter and you don't want to live in a condo building, yeah, it's so limited. Limited right now. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I bet you there will be a lot of listings now that are pushing that. Like people will list their property and say, hey, you can build a garden villa here. Well, I have, uh, we'll have a listing coming up in Puslinch later this year. And they have, it's actually like a, a separate cabin, a two story cabin in the woods uh, that they rent out on Airbnb. Good thing you don't. Write our MLS listing descriptions. Yeah. Cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. Yeah, we could make that creepy. Maybe it will be, perhaps it will be around Halloween. We could do something with Ooh, that. Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah. I don't know that it would, uh, maybe, if it would be good for promoting the property. It would give some exposure. Ian's excited. Yeah. Yeah. That's, All right. Those are my thoughts. I'll keep an eye on it. Nice chatting with you. Good day. That's it. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any opinions on the matter, uh, drop a comment and be sure to subscribe. We drop a new episode every Monday morning, 6 a.m.